RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up, everybody? Yay, nice to see you. It's great to be here. Great to be back. Back in whatever. I'm not better than ever, but I'm back. Hi, everybody. I see you in the chat room. It's so nice to see the chat room filling up at youtube.com slash see for channel slash tarabuster come on over and hang out with us and the greatest chat room in american history filled with all patriots we we, we have some uh well jim is on on duty tonight in the chat we'll see he's one of our moderators thank you jim and thank you, Jim, for your super chat, too. He, he gets to moderate and give super chats. And, yeah, all I can say is thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I appreciate it. Yes, and thank you, Richard W., for your super chat. Another great show. We're right out of the gate. Thank you, guys, for keeping the show on the air, keeping it going and growing. If you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and do, yes, like Richard said on the chat, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so when we go live, you can come and hang out with us. And yeah, this week has been hard for, um, I wasn't able to do the, the show during the week. Um, I tweeted about it and I posted on the Discord page. That Francis, our Antifa cat Francis, is in the hospital right now, and it was—it's just been a crazy week running around trying to. I don't know. It sucks when you're trying to have, when you have a sick animal, and um, he uh, he had to be admitted to the hospital, so he's where he needs to be, getting help, and um, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. He's got. What has he got? What is it? Uh, pancreatitis, which isn't the end of the world, but it's um, it could get worse because he. The reason he's in the hospital is because he wasn't eating. He hasn't eaten. He wasn't. It was about a week that he wasn't eating, and um, they ended up having to put a feeding tube. I know. So he just would not eat, and they know it's pancreatitis because. That's what his all the tests say. Good news is that everything else is fine. His kidneys are fine and whatnot. So, um, yeah, that's where he is right now. And let's, I don't know, send, send your good vibes, energy, love. Also, yeah, I'm glad I have, I have pet insurance. So this is not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> for the, I mean, I hope that they don't give me a hard time when I submit the bill because it's going to be, you know, it's, it's, it's a shocker to me already. So, but he's worth it. You know, I, I, I probably, I could have not probably, I could have taken about 10 trips around the world if I didn't have animals, but I love them so much. So, and they bring so much to my life. And, yeah, I just don't know what I'd do without them. And we love them. So, Francis, meh, he's a pain in the ass. No, he's great. He's a, he is, he's only eight, so he's not that old. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I told you, because last week he was sick. They were both, Francis and Ray were sick, and I gave them a treat. I gave them churros, they, which they really loved, but they ate it, and the both of them got sick throwing up diarrhea and all that 
for days and then one day they were both really throwing up they had nothing left to throw up and then i i took them both to the emergency room because i was like what the hell is happening here and ray recovered but francis just did not bounce back at all and so i don't know if that churros were uh, so he was harboring something and it just brought it on so but ray is fine and yeah yeah, Winston says, I know what you mean, Tara. I've spent thousands on my little guy so far this year. Knee surgery and recovery wasn't cheap. Yeah, yeah. So that's, hey, that's why I got the insurance for them. I just, you know how insurance companies are. They Any excuse not to pay a, a, a claim? They're not in the business to pay claims, whether it be for humans or pets. So they don't they don't give a shit about killing humans uh, why would they care about pets that's that's their business model they don't want to pay because that's how they get that's how they make money you know is denying claims they're not in the business to, of filling fulfilling them so i anyway we got a lot to talk about tonight and also uh please support our sponsors like APS Radio News our sponsor, I should say, because APS Radio News is uh, you know, really happy, proud, and pleased to be a member of, well, is it a member? Well, they carry the show over there. And Charlie, and this is why I do the show, uh, too. We, yeah, we, we've built a community here, and Charlie is one of the people who came across our show, this show, this little dinky show. And he see something in it that he wants to support so i appreciate that we can't do i can't do it alone so if you can like our motto is please uh please <laughs> our motto is please become a patron now it's uh we stick together we win so we stick together and uh support aps radio news all right let's get to work we, there's a lot to talk about especially because this week you know i missed the, the show uh oh yeah, the, he's the producer's getting warmed up. That's true. He was he was asleep. Oh shit! Now he's coming down. I I looked him in the eye. Here he comes. I gave him his little banana toy. Or is this a moon? Yeah, he's got a banana too. He likes yellow things. I guess. I thought that that might distract him. Where did he go? Come on. Take care of that banana. Do something to it. So. Uh, all right. Well, there's a lot going on. Oh shit! He's here. He's here. Oh, come on, man. Give me a break here. Oh shit! He's already here. Oh, I just needed a minute to get started. I didn't need you to start producing so early in the show. <laughs> all right. I gotta put his ass back. Oh my god. I just closed the camera. Come on, man. It wasn't my fault. He's stepping on the keyboard. You gotta sit here. Sit here. That's it. No more. We're done. We're done producing tonight. Fucking thing. Now I'm losing all my cameras. All right. Well, this is how the show goes. Let me let me just tell you what happened this week. Uh, let me also because I got to look at the time. Okay. So, a couple of days ago, well, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. Like, the, the name of the show tonight is uh, the America Has a Fascism Problem. And it's true. We, we got a lot of traitors running around here. Uh-oh. Now he's coughing. 
Jesus Christ. Everybody's losing it. You hear him? He's coughing. Are you okay, sweetie? Like he's going to answer me. Come on. Is that a hairball? Jesus, Mary and Joseph. So, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not, I, I'm do, I do the show because I'm a true believer. I know that we're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. I, I get this. Um, I'm, I love uh, this country. You know, do you know what I love about it? I love the potential, you know? And the fact is I live here, so we want to make it a better place, right? Don't we want to, isn't that part of life? We want to make the world a better place? And anyway, so I, I do what I tell you guys to do. Call your representatives, call your senators, uh, get involved. At least. And if they hear you, it it does make a difference. So anyway, he's fucking back. Oh my God. Sit down. Damn it. So I called, you know what? And we've been talking about George Santos for, you know, since he was grifted onto the scene. And so I called George Santos's office. This was, oh, now it's coming back to me. It was on Monday. And I just called. I didn't set up the camera or anything. I didn't start recording. This is the problem. I need to do more of, more of this. I was just calling as a citizen, right? And I called the the I called the office of George Santos, the Queen's office, and I and somebody answered the phone, and I said, uh, "Why? You know, I was just calling as a. Uh, I said I live in Queens, and I." And I'm just calling to say, like, when the hell are you going to resign? All right, you're a disgrace. And, you know, basically the same, I don't remember exactly what I said, but um, told them to uh, resign. So, and I, the guy who answered the phone is, he he proceeded, and I have some of this on, on tape now, because this went on for like a half an hour where the guy i'm just looking at uh, my because i have it on the ecam not the ecam on uh, audacity i started recording it because like about 15 minutes into this conversation with this asshole i his name is vish burra a uh, working for george santos hold on be right back so this is why I need to I need to have uh, I need you guys to be patrons, you know. So when shit like this happens, we can just hit hit a goddamn button and start recording. So the guy's name is Vish Burrer, and I'm not sure if you if you could look him up. Whatever he kept saying to me, look look me up, Google me, Google me. You you don't know my resume, and and. And uh, as if, because I was saying to him, I said, what the, what the hell is wrong with you? Why would you deliberately work with George Santos? You have to be um, a grifter too. Because I used to think that staffers, congressional aides, that, I mean, I, I assumed uh, just merely by the fact that George Santos was a grifter. That why, who the hell would want to associate with him if you're uh, a person who worked hard enough to get into uh, becoming a congressional aide 
and I would assume that maybe you have some aspirations that you one day want to get another job somewhere. Why would you hook your wagon to a stinking star? That's to a sinking star, a stinky star, right? Yes. So, but this fucking guy was unbelievable because I was saying, why don't you, what is wrong with you? Why don't you resign? If you had any integrity, you, George Santos would resign. And he's, he kept going back. He's legally elected. He will serve four years. Now, I'm hesitant to play the audio because it's, it might be bad, but I'll, I'll play a little bit of it and let's see. So, because I started recording as I was talking to this guy, I was like, I gotta fucking get this shit on tape. What am I doing? So, let's see. This is the Audacity program that has the audacity so let's see can you hear that guys first of all i know it sounds very echoey but you guys let me know if you can hear it it's because i remember not too long ago i was playing something and it wasn't coming through no it's not coming through oh fuck me Fuckity fuck, don't fuck, fuck. All right, well, you know what I'll do? I will export this. And while we're talking, you know, I'll talk about something else and wait for this to export. And then we can play it through the computer. Through, we could play, we might be able to play it through some other app. I don't know. This is why, you know, become a patron, damn it. So we can get a lot of apps and shit. Let's see. Export that. Anyway, so I mean, maybe I'll paraphrase it too, but it's incredible. I got to call back when I'm fully set up with all of the, the gear and whatnot. Because he's like, as I'm talking to him, he's like, are you real Tara Devlin? All right. That's my Twitter handle. I was like, yeah, so what? I, he's Googling me, right? And... You know, I, I said right off the bat, I didn't vote for George Santos. I never would. I'm I, I'm not, you know, just because I'm not a friggin' Republican doesn't mean that I don't find the stain and the stench of George Santos to be offensive. And that, and uh, the, the founders must be spinning in their graves. You know, and I, and I was asking him, you know, how is George Santos's um, brain tumor? Because if he did have a brain tumor, that might explain it. You know, maybe I would have some empathy for him then. But there's something wrong with somebody who is such a, is so vile that they, not only do they have to fake illnesses, they have to fake that their grandparents survived the Holocaust by being 5,000 miles away. They have to, they, they make up stories about their own mother's death. And he kept saying that he, I don't know. I mean, the whole, the whole thing is a grift though, you know, because this, the guy's attitude was you, um, he is the honorable George Santos. That's what he, he was saying. If, um, his stationery says the honorable George Santos, as if, as if by the mere fact that it says it, it makes it so, do you know? 
because when you when you call Congress, it'll say uh, the honorable you know you're you're uh, talking with or whatever the fucking phone uh, message machine says the honorable. George Sand, the honorable whoever the hell, right? That's how they address each other. This is how they're, they're all labeled. But just because you are, it, it says your honor, honor is not a word. Honor is an action. And then I was saying to him, who, the, who do you think is going to play you in the Netflix series? And he said, The Rock. The guy's name is Vish Burra. You look him up, and I was like, no, I don't think it's going to be him. He's a little too old, uh, but it will be somebody good. I, and I'm sure I said that they w they are working on it right now, and I can't wait to see it. But the fact is, it, the end, we don't have the ending yet, but I'm going to tell you how it's going to end. It will end with George Santos being dragged out of Congress in handcuffs, and that's going to be delicious so the more you sit there um, and stain Congress every single day, you think you're winning. But in fact, you're only making the end where you're, you get your just desserts even more sweet for the rest of us. And, uh, and then I said something about the, um, the AR-15 pins that you that they wear and I, you know i said that i know that you're you you're wearing these disgusting emblems because you think sidling up to power is somehow going to protect you from uh the consequences of your actions and then he was he said something like oh those are beautiful pins they're they're beautiful and i was like well you you know you think it's really beautiful uh having to identify children with uh dna because they've been so decimated by assault weapons i mean you're just vile they the whole thing it's not just the, it's the grift it's the troll that's all they are they're just a bunch of con men you know I, and they have uh a literal con man as a standard bearer and now they got the george santos con man i mean but they're all levels of cons, con men. Like this week when Trump went to Palestine or wherever, however you pronounce it, I kept saying Palestine, but everybody else was calling it Palestine. Am I wrong? But um, so he went to the, the scene of the crime where he, he the, the accident that he caused, that his actions created. And it's, this is the Republican mantra we all live in the consequences of the actions of right-wingers you know the the consequences of right-wing policy always come home to roost in failure and they and this country has no institutional memory there is there are there's no connecting the dots there's none there's none of that you know, and I could say the same thing, really, when I think about, um, now I'm thinking about, you know, like the, like the fact that Fox News exists, that, um, you know, Bill Clinton signing the Telecommunications Act, it's, um, which gave us Fox News, which gave us, you know, connect the dots, which gave us Donald Trump, which gave us the coup, right? Hold on. 
Hold on, hold on. All right, we're back. This is Tara Devlin, Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Let me see if that, that, um, what do you call it, that thing I was doing, exported. Anyway, whatever. It may not, it may not even be worth it to play because it might not sound good anyway, and I'm just basically, um, it's, bit, it's good enough to just tell you what happened but i because the, the it just sounded like shit i gotta get i really have to get the proper equipment and call again you know call this dude again and hopefully maybe get george santos on the phone because for a second there when i was talking to him i was like who is this fucking guy is this is this george santos like i would not put it past him because you know it's like john barron that he would pick up the phone. And then he, he was saying, it's President's Day, as if I was uh, somehow cheapening President's Day by pointing out the fact that he's working for a con man. And I was like, well, what, what better day to resign? And I, and I kid you not, this call went on for over half an hour. And I the only reason I had to hang up is because I, had, I got another call that I had to take, and it was coming in, and I was like, shit. This guy is not hanging up. And he's, he, I, it, it is the, they just like the attention, you know, the, the whole thing. It's sophomoric. It's, it's, uh, podcasts. It's all it is for them, right? I'm, as, as I'm on a podcast, but I'm a fucking podcaster. I'm not a Congress person. You know, this is what I do. I'm part of the, the, you know, the media, whatever, a small slice of it for sure, but, Oh, and then of course they were. He was saying how it's all fake. That's the other thing. He was saying that everything. It's the media. They're high. They're they're uh, making all this this uh, pro these problems for George Santos, and, and I was like, well, you know, that's your. I I see the the Trump playbook. You know, it's it's. it's just say that it's uh, everything is a lie. Everything that when they tell the truth, it, tell everybody it's a lie. Complain about the media, and uh, uh, there is no coincidence that the media, well, the press, is the only profession enshrined in the Constitution as being necessary for democracy, and and they're doing their job. Unfortunately, they didn't do their job. Uh, before the election, but the other, the guy kept saying he's legally elected, and then I was like, when is he having a town hall? When is he? You know, because I can't wait to go. I will. I mean, hopefully, I'll be able to go to the town hall if it falls into, you know, if it, a day I can go. You know, uh, I will definitely go. And I said, you know, you're, you're, the town hall is going to be madness, but not because you're so great. But because you're an abomination. That's, this is why you're getting so much attention. It's not because you're doing anything good. So, you know, who, who the hell, uh, who are you people, you know? Don't you have any integrity at all? And then he was saying, I used to work. He goes, Google me, Google me. I used to work for Matt Getz. And I was like, whatever. Is that supposed to be impressive for me? Is that is, so... You know, you went from Matt Getz to George Santos. 
And then I said something about when is Matt Getz going to come out of the closet? We all know he's bisexual. Not that that there's anything wrong with that. It's just the lies, the sickening lies. So it never stops. But anyway, I was it was pretty fascinating. But then I actually called up the the Nassau County Republicans, um, who they're the ones that held that press conference. And you know, the nice lady answered the phone. And I asked her, I said, you know, uh, I just had a very bizarre conversation with one of George Santos's congressional aides, and they're disgusting. <laughs> and it, she's like, I know, it's an embarrassment. And I said, are, what's the movement on this? Is there, how, how are we going to get rid of these people, the, this cancer? And she said, I don't know. There's a there's a federal investigation going on. There's a few of them. And so it's in their hands. And she she was saying, I hope it, you know, I hope it happens soon because it's an embarrassment and you know, we we want nothing to do with him. So it's and I you know, it's not just an embarrassment for the Nassau County Republicans. You know, if only you know, isn't that funny though, when you well, now that I'm saying this it's that the Nassau County Republicans are, well, cans, I guess the lady was nice. The Republican, yeah, I really wish, right? I, I shouldn't be slandering her because she seemed almost normal to a degree. But the wouldn't it be nice if they were normal, if they were simply Republicans? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, we would have uh, policy differences, but... Who the hell wants to fight fascism every single day? Who wants to who, who deal with this shit constantly? The the grifting, the trolling, the ugliness, the the selfishness, the lies, the the complete buffoonery. You know, the fact that it's it cannot be denied. The, how damaged and how how much the system needs to be fixed. And that's one of the things I said to this Vish Burr character, that if, if anything, the one good thing George Santos has done is that he has exposed the, the, the some of the weaknesses that need to be rectified. So this is the only, th this is what happens. You know, it's like the Ponzi scheme, and but you don't know until someone has the uh, audacity, the the narcissism, the sociopathy to uh, engage in it. You know, and then it becomes a thing. Same thing here, just like the the guy the the original Ponzi. <laughs> I'm sure George, this whole thing that we're dealing with is going to go down as a George Santos. It will be an adjective. It's like gerrymandering. That's, that comes that term comes from a uh, someone who drew maps that were so uh, so you know uh, corrupt. <laughs> they look like it looked like a salamander. So uh, in their favor, so they called it a gerrymander because the guy's name was was uh, Jerry. What did, wait? Uh, now I'm getting the story wrong. You know what I'm saying? What was it? Yeah, you know. Someone at the chat will will. Uh, they, you know what I'm saying. Hold on, let me put this cat back. Put him back. Take him back. I'm gonna take you back. Ow! Can I 
hand back, please? Should I take him back to North Shore Animal? <laughs> you know, because what was that? It was the guy's name was who was the original? Now it's annoying me. Gerrymander, mandering. Where the term? Where did it come from? Represent gerrymandering. Blah blah blah. Where did the term gerrymander? Elbridge Jerry. That was it. Yeah, the guy's name. The guy's name, G-E-R-R-Y, Elbridge Jerry. He is best known for the political practice of an amphibious, with an amphibious origin, how he drew the maps of uh, his district in such a way to, that he would never, ever be unseated. So, yeah, this is where we live, guys. Can you believe it? Anyway, no one seems to be removing Trump. Exactly. So Trump had the, had, well, he's, this is all he is, had the balls. And does he have balls? I mean, not according, of course he has balls, but they're smaller than, than average. This is where all our problems come from, frankly. That he, well, he's a sociopath. He's a da very damaged person, but... You understand that we're the problem with America, and and I know we have our international terror busters, that they th America doesn't have a an over uh, an overabundance of of uh, nut jobs, but our nut jobs have a lot of power. That's the problem. In a in functioning civilizations, you don't put nut jobs in ch in charge of shit. There's, but you know our system is so damaged and so uh, so filled with corruption and the greed. Greed in general is the only American value now. It's really been b distilled down to to that, as we see with. Not just the money and politics. Everything is a everything is a, uh, is the reflection of that. You know, the world is your mirror, right? So the the train derailment is is a case in point. So the con man, the the main con man, the standard bearer of the Republican Party, flies in to the scene of the crime. The uh, but the one good thing is that there are media outlets calling it out, calling out the fact that he created that crisis. Hold on. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. We're back. Unapologetic liberal talk. Sometimes it's a little, I don't know, discombobulated, but we still are unapologetic. And wait a minute, wait. So anyway, so he goes, I mean, the, the vile scumbag goes to the scene of the crime to, to the, um, to, uh, I mean, they're saying that this, the town where this train de derailment happened, that they voted 70% for the con man. And when Pete Buttigieg flew in or whatever, because, you know, all of a sudden, every, well, not all of a sudden, but everything that happens in the country, this is what's so tedious about 
living with these freaks, with these fascist freaks, is that everything is an opportunity, right? There's nothing to, uh, to ever come together for, right? And, and work together to make the world a better place. Fuck that. Every, uh, everything from the friggin' balloon. Doesn't matter that four Chinese balloons flew over the country unmolested and undetected during the con man's ill uh, maladministration, right? Doesn't matter that there were over 4,000 train derailments the time that Trump squatted in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. That doesn't matter. And no uh, Republican, when this, sh- this shit happened, called for, where is Elaine Chao? Where is you know, our secretary of whatever the fuck? Right? Not, but now, where's Pete Booted? He needs to resign. Everything's a call for somebody to resign. Someone's failing. Someone, it's like, shut the fuck up. You know, every other, every day, that's the nature of life. There's going to be a problem. But you try. Regulations, I like the way that, um, Pete Buttigieg put it. He said, we set the standard, we set the bar high. You know, when we put in regulations, we'll take responsibility for the fact that we set the bar high. And we'll take the, if there are consequences for that, we'll deal with that. But if you want to remove all of the guardrails to safety, then take responsibility too. This is the thing with Republicans. They are, they're like babies, like infants, you know, they want all the benefits of civilization, but they don't want any of the responsibilities. And regulations, what are fucking regulations? And you notice that the, the train, the, uh, the industry, they didn't, they, they, they're not doing it out of the goodness of their hearts. They're putting in uh, high-speed brakes and whatnot. You notice that they need to be told to do it. They need to be told to put in the safety mechanisms, not just for the town, for their employees, for the people that they're pretending to give a shit about. The only, the only thing they care about is the unholy dollar. This is the problem. That's why you have to put in regulations. There's nothing wrong with it. This is, you know, how stupid Republicans are. Do you remember when Trump was squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes and they they went on the deregulation, they went on this deregulation, uh, you know, bender, deregulating everything. And then they they had a rule. They literally, he literally, what a douchebag. He literally wrote a rule, which was so, it was so babyish at the time. I, I remember we were talking about it. That for every if for every new regulation, you had to take two away, you know, as if it's somehow that makes sense, any sense in what fucking world? I don't know. In the world of of cuckoos, you know, cuckoo republicans, we got to take because because in a world where all regulation, no matter what it is, is bad, you know, because why why put your your corporate poison in a in a proper receptacle when you could just dump it in the fucking stream or something, right? I mean, it's so much, you make so much more money 
dumping shit in a stream. Who, yeah, who cares if the little dumbasses drink it? If it gets into your waterways or kills all the animals? Who cares? You know, you made a dollar. You got a dollar? That's all that fucking matters to these people. They got nothing. I mean, these people who are, they're supposedly so uh, concerned about their souls and shit. Like, they're, they're so, they want Jesus. They love Jesus. I remember, not to, not remember, who, who can forget, but watching Lauren Boebert talking about how she, Jesus this and Jesus that. She's at some fucking Jesus convention. Oh, Jesus, our, our Lord and Savior Christ, Jesus, 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 Jesus. You hate Jesus. You, they hate Jesus. You realize that you know this. If Jesus came back, they'd crucify him again. What do you think Jesus would say about them not giving a shit? You know, the, they, the, the worst thing about this ancient book of fables that they all pretend to give a shit about um, where the part that says you have dominion, you know, over the animals and everything. Well, that does, what does that mean? You just rape the shit out of it? Is that what that means to these fucking scumbags? Right? You have dominion? Oh, it doesn't mean, uh, you know, maybe you're a good steward, but no. You know, you can't think like that. If you can make a buck, you got a dollar. I got a dollar. I mean, everything is so base to them. You know, all of the things that you can't take with you are so dear to them. You know, they're, they're all supposedly about Jesus. That's why they don't want to make, they want to make sure that your peepee is, is, is dressed properly according to them or whatever the fuck, you know, everything is all about, um, Jesus, God, the the children and, you know, but, but they hate Jesus. They, I mean, if you loved Jesus, you wouldn't have to tell me all the time. It would be written all over your face. It would be written, in, not just on your face. It would be in your actions. That's what I mean. And then the other thing, here, here, you know, I know. I'm just thinking about many things. Like, for example, Jimmy Carter is um, in his last days. He's in hospice care. And, you know, the one thing about Jimmy Carter that I, that... I, you know, we talk about it on the show, but he was and is, he's still here, but he's a Christian. He's an actual Christian. This is why they hate him. And this is the fact. If you go back and look at history of that period of time, Jimmy Carter, he, he, he initially had the support of the evangelicals, but then when they realized, when he got into the White House and they realized that he was a real Christian, you know, he wasn't concerned about bashing gays or whatever the fuck they, or still you know, all of the fake Christian bullshit that this, this, uh, the scam, you know, the scam, the Jimmy, the, the Jim Bakers and, uh, and the Falwells, that they're all the the grift that they're up to. That's not what, that's not what was uh, Jimmy Carter's thing. Jimmy Carter was a real, is a real Christian. You know, he spent his, the, the time on earth trying to make peace, right? And what did he do in his spare time? You want to, you want to know who somebody is? What do they do in their spare time? Who do they hang out with? 
you know, Jimmy Carter's building habitat for humanity. What is, what are, what are any of these Republicans doing in their spare time? What are they, you know, what's, what's Trump doing now that he's not squatting in the White House? He's going around, try, well, not only trying to get back in the White House, he's trying to just de- destroy democracy along with it. You know, and that's really the bottom line. Republica, I've been saying it for years. It sucks that it's it's so obvious now, you know? Because for years I felt like Cassandra in ancient mythology who was cursed with the with the gift of foresight, the gift of div- divinity or whatever, you know, she could see the future. Uh, but no, the curse was that no one would believe her. And that's how I feel half the time. <laughs> Not that I'm, you know, whatever. But I just say for years and years, I've been screaming about fascism. That that in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. And here we are. They're, they can't even hide it. They, The whole thing is a scam because when it comes down to it, they hate democracy because they lack the fundamental maturity to function in a, in a democracy. They that and no one speaks is or, or no one is emblematic of that more than perjury trader green. You know what I mean? You I I know you know what I mean. But they're all different levels like George Santos may be the epic con man, but they are all con men they're all a bunch of grifters now perjury trade green this week well i guess we'll hold on to that for a minute come on back this is terror buster unapologetic liberal talk all right all right but you know now that i'm thinking about it too the one another good thing is that is 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 our children learning? Um, no, not that. But is the Republican Party destroying itself? Will they? Well, that's a question. Philosophers have been pondering for ages. But um, will they destroy themselves before they destroy us? That's a question, isn't it? It is a question. And that's a, it's a scary question that I ponder. Oh, I got I to gotta stop rambling. Because there's so many other things we need to talk about. But that is, I guess, Terror Buster? Is that, is that what this show's about? I could use a producer, you know? That's why... Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> As if on cue. We got a producer. He just jumped up. I said I could use a producer, and he jumped. All right. Come on. So, a um, couple of things. All right, let me start with Perjury Trader Green. Because so, this week, she, she, she got in trouble. Well, not even trouble. She started walking it back. She's a, she's a dumbass. That's it. Because she said she's calling for a national divorce. She tweeted that... You know, America needs to separate blue states and red states and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, don't tease me, bitch. Don't tease me. 
Please, perjury trader Green. Please secede. Will you secede? That, that's the thing about Republicans, because I keep saying how, you know, they're children, they're infants, and it's true, because they're like infants, like, mom, you know, I'm out of here, mom. I remember when I was a kid, I ran away from home. I was, you know, I had, I put all of my stuffed animals in a big bag, and I was going to leave. I, I swear to God, I was going. And I came down the stairs with all my stuffed animals, and I was like, I'm leaving. And my, you know, my parents had a big laugh about it because, well, they tried, they talked me out of it in the way that you talk to a child. They're like, well, uh, what are you going to do? How are you going to, where are you going to live? You know? <laughs> and then they helped me put my stuffed animals back. I was like, all right, uh, I'm not leaving. But that's who they are. The Republicans are always like leaving. We'll get the fuck out already. It also reminds me there's there was a movie that really used to get on my nerves. I think it was called The Other Sister, and it was about oh so irritating. It was about a developmental developmentally disabled person who was a sister. I think it was Diane Keaton and. Juliet Lewis and the, Juliet Lewis. They, I guess, she was looking for some kind of acting nod. They always play developmentally disabled people when they need, they want an award or something. And she, oh, the whole movie, the thing, the reason it was so annoying was that the whole movie, she was like, "I want to be on my own," and and I, she was so irritating. I said, "I was like, why don't we? I want to see the movie where she gets what she wants." You know, put her, get her the fuck out of here. She's so annoying. Get her her own apartment. And then, then the movie could be about how she burned the damn thing down uh, making toast. <laughs> you know what I mean? And everybody can, and she learns a lesson at the end, like that she's not so self-sufficient. <laughs> so that's what Republicans um, remind me of. Go. Go, you know, they're always, they're writing books. Go Galt. We're going to go Galt. Well, go. Go Galt already. Shrug, Atlas. Shrug. Right? I, 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 I remember seeing these teabaggers back in the day, and they still have signs like this at, at one of, you know, whatever tantrum they're attending that'll say, who is John Galt? Right? Well, who is John Galt? Get the fuck out. I don't care. Go Galt. Go. Whatever you do, just go. But this is who they are. You know, they they get to call for violence against legally elected representatives in the comfort of their homes. You know, thanks to the socialist security checks they receive. They 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 want all the benefits of civilization but none of the responsibility. That's what it's about. And perjury trader green, the she's, she is dangerous because first of all, she's in a gerrymandered seat. No one's getting her out of there. And she be, has become some kind of idol to the, to these freaks. And, and, and come on, man, if you, if you look at perjury trader green as your, as somebody to look up to, what does that say about you? Right? <laughs> Haiku, shrug the fuck out of here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Get the fuck. Why don't you fucking Atlas shrug already? Shrug off. I mean, you keep saying it. And then not just the, you know, secede, secede. Well, hurry up already. Hurry the fuck up. Because I'm sick of you. I am sick of my blue state dollars propping up your tantrums while you're all like, I do it myself, you know, freedom. You, I, you know, let's give them what they want. Just like Juliet Lewis's character. Let's give them what they want. Hey, you pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You don't need my blue state dollars propping up your meth labs and your shitholes. You know? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're real America, aren't you? Go for it. Go for it. You know, so Perjury Trader Green, she's, she was, she got in some trouble. Not even trouble, because whatever, who cares? But she said that, you know, we need a national divorce. And then people are like, what are you talking about, you dumb bitch? We tried that. It was called the Civil War. But this is how it happens. Republicans, they've been calling for civil war. They're doing it again. They always do. You know, look throughout history. I'm telling you guys. All throughout history, when there, whenever there's, there's a shithole country, Whenever there's fascism and death and people, you know, like suffering, you're going to see the likes of a perjury trader green or conservatism. Because the the motto of conservatism is the beatings will continue until morale improves. And they're trying to do that here. You realize that the reason um, perjury trader green is like, we need a national divorce is because she... She's basically proving my point that Republicans hate democracy. You understand? This is why they love Putin. They love Putin because to them, Putin is like the best leader ever. And they always, they, I mean, it's, they can't help it. They, in every Republican chest, beats the, a fascist heart. So they, they like Putin. You know, he's a strong man. He he hates gays. He hates trans people. He hates the same thing. He hates everything they do that they hate. You know, there's he, they hate freedom. They hate e pluribus unum. They hate democracy. And it's all over. They're in everything that they say and do. And it was because it was the um, the anniversary of the of Putin's invasion of Ukraine it was yet another example or another opportunity for republicans to get on their propaganda outlets and spread Putin's lies i mean they are so disgusting that you know that, and here's the other thing. You know that the his, when future, the future, when we when we're all gone, and the future, uh, future generations look back at this time. Perjury Trader Green is, if she is remembered at all, will be one of the. She'll be vilified, just like Fox News, and and you know, in the future, Fox News 
is will it they will um study fox news as the propaganda outlet it is they'll study fox news like historians now study disturmer you know or the people's observer the nazi uh you know whatever i can't say it in german you know what i mean they will it's not we won't uh future generations won't be like well so they had uh left-wing bias network and so fox news was there to uh balance the scales with some conservatism they because uh, conservatives were so picked on you think that's what the historians are going to say no because in the in the um perspective of history is that they don't have to suck up to anybody so it's sort of like, you know, you think about in the, the, at the time. Like, for example, when Henry VIII wanted to get rid of his, his uh, second wife, Anne Boleyn. Hold on. Come back to hear the end of that story. As if you don't know. <clears throat> so, for example, when Henry VIII wanted to get rid of his wife, his second wife, for not giving him the son she promised... Um, it wasn't, you know, everybody knows he chopped off her head because she didn't give him the son, a son, right? But at the time, the, it wasn't, that wasn't the story. The story was she was committing adultery with a thousand men, including her brother. So do you think, like, what, what historian today looks back and says, well, uh, some people say... Both sides, both sides. Well, some say she was put to death for not being able to have a, have a son. And the others, the other side, both sides, one side says this, the other side says she had sex with a thousand men. So, you know, it's, the, it's kind of like that. And when historians look back, they're going to say, they're going to see Fox News for what it is. And the fact that everybody doesn't see for it for what it is now is sad. Hold on. <clears throat> Losing my voice. Like, uh, we have the tapes now. We have their depositions where they admit that they're liars. So who, who is who's still watching them, you know, consuming the filth? Because we have, you know, we have fascists in this country. And Perjury Trader Green is, is, she's a dumbass. And she is one of their heroes for whatever reason. So, like, for example, here she is saying, because the, she started getting pushback. So when you lose Fox News, because Laura Ingram, Ingram, whatever, here's Laura Ingram saying, giving her opinion about it. Okay, well, first, a law prohibiting American citizens who've not committed a crime from voting. Oh, yeah. Would That's the other thing she said. That, sh that uh, you know, um, if you live in a blue state and you move to a red state, maybe, maybe you don't vote for five fucking years. Like, that's, you know, again, that proves that perjury trader Green hates America. That's it. You know, no need to discuss. Don't, it's no need to really unpack it. The, she hates America. She hates it like Putin hates it. Yeah, you know, when you're, you want to know somebody, look at their friends. 
They hate Ukraine. They hate Zelensky, you know, who's literally putting his ass on the line for democracy. Then so is that entire country fighting for democracy. So in this scenario, you want to look at the World War II uh, correlations. There, there, there were there the conservative. I mean, at the time, we know this. Before the United States entered the war. We had right-wingers in this country that were on the side of Hitler, the German-American Bund. That's who perjury trader Green is. Fight, yeah, why don't the Poles just lay down? You know, why doesn't England just, you know, accept the fact that the Nazis are going to be our new overlords? You know, because that's, that's perjury trader Green. And there's no coincidence i mean the fact is they use perjury trader green matt gets uh, uh, all of these right wingers tucker carlson they use them on russian state television and you know if if i ever ended up on russian state television as a uh, as a pro uh, putin I would be ashamed of myself. If you love America, if you love freedom and democracy, you supposedly love freedom and democracy, right? Perjury. But, uh, and you're, the first time you ended up on Russian state television, as you, they're using American mouthpieces, all these Putin puppets, as 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 far, they're like Tokyo Rose. Exactly, exactly the same thing that we got Tokyo Rose. I mean this this buffoon, perjury trader Green, who not even how many years ago before she she was a CrossFit enthusiast who fell down a cue hole. That's be, that's why she sucks. She's stupid. She doesn't have any uh, any knowledge of history. She doesn't. I mean, the fact is, she's. She, I mean, it's really um, it's really an embarrassment. She's as embarrassing as George Santos in her in a different way. But here, here's Laura. So that's what Laura Ingram is talking about. Ingraham, whatever the fuck her name is, saying saying that how you can stop people from voting. The fact that you know that's Republicans for you. They're, they're always looking for ways to stop people from voting so they get the outcome they want because they hate democracy. And th- instead of opening their minds and figuring out, why am I always on the wrong side of history? You know, why, why can't we win elections fairly and squarely on the field of ideas? I got, right? If she if she's really loves America, she would be like, I got good ideas. She'd go and she'd talk to her neighbors about them. Come and vote for me, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm all about the pee-pee or something. I want all pee-pees respected in the, all, in the ways I think they should be and whatever the fuck, she, you know, some stupid things that she would, of course, be for because she's a moron. But, you know, she would go and make her case instead she wants to stop people from voting. That's who Republicans are. And it's, that's who they've been forever. 
forever and ever, as we know. So, and it's, and it's only going to get worse. The more power they have, the fact that they have the House, even though by a slim margin, that's not good news for, for normal people, for democracy. So anyway, here's, uh, let's keep going. Probably not withstand legal scrutiny. And second, how would this, like a national divorce, be good for conservatism? Now, why would we want to embrace the states that gave us Jimmy Carter and Bill Clinton, but essentially give up on the states that gave us Reagan and oh, Trump? Oh, fuck you. This is what irritated me, too. Why would we want to, what did she say? Something about gave us Jimmy Carter and Bill Clinton. First of all, just like I'm saying, Jimmy Carter is an actual Christian. Like, fuck you, Laura Ingraham. Yeah, the, the guy's on his deathbed. They have they they are absolutely disgusting Republicans. You know what I mean? They really are. They have no humanity. They have no decency. And what's Jimmy Carter? They they vilified him. They pulled their dirty tricks on him. Reagan committed treason to get into the White House. And and what did he do? If we only followed Jimmy Carter's plans. We would maybe we wouldn't have suffered a nine eleven, or uh, have have anyone die in these corporate these wars of corporate aggression in the Middle East. If only you know we'd be living in a much different country. Instead, what Reagan comes in and rolls back time, rolls back progress, pulls the solar panels off the White House and gets right back down on his knees, sucking big oils. Money. Essentially, give up on the states that gave us Reagan, Reagan and Trump. Imagine if you. Reagan and Trump. Yeah, what, a, what, a, what fucking national treasures. God help us. Lincoln had given up on Virginia. Or if Republicans in Long Island gave up on New York. And the last thing we need is an American breakup of any sort. Remember, a motto of this show, almost from the start, over five years ago, has been no state left behind. What the, what kind of stupid motto is that? Laura Ingram show, no state left behind. Oh, is that why you're always about, um, you know, Massachusetts liberals and New York values and real America? Real America. Just because it, it often seems like Democrats have given up on America themselves. Right, sure, sure. We've given up on America by you know, making a, a modern democracy or trying, working towards a modern democracy that works for more than just the 1%. That's, that's how we give up by not, not only, I mean, it's not a vindictive thing. That's the thing about Democrats. You know, we're not like, fuck you, red states. You know, my blue states dollars, my blue, blue state dollars go, go right to your red state shitholes. But, okay, we've given up on America, though. But, you know, like like infants, like little sociopathic, narcissistic, little bullies, schoolyard bullies, they lack the, the manners and the maturity to merely say thank you. 
right? Nobody trained them. Nobody taught them well. And I look at their standard bearer, if you want to put it like that. Look at Trump. How, how, how do we expect them? You know, like my father said, we can only expect grunts from pigs. So if Trump is their daddy, how can, you know, of course, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. They're takers. They take, they take, they take, and they have no manners. They can't say thanks. Just, hey, thank you. Thank you for e pluribus unum. Thank you for helping our shitty state have, you know, decent infrastructure with your blue state dollars, have services, have things that, you know, keep, uh, keep a civilized society going. Oh, but they won't say thank you. They, they'll be out there, secede, secede. Well, get out. Get out. Oh, please. If that haiku on the chat says red states would, <laughs> would be even worse shitholes if they split up. That's the truth. That is the truth. They are the taker states. They have higher rates of poverty. Every, all of the bad things. More uninsured, of course. You know, they, they want to kill the people they pretend to represent. And the thing is, they must hate themselves because they keep voting for these people. They keep sending them to, into the halls of power to kick them, to step on their necks. Well, they're like, I'm free. They give me a gun. All I need is my gun. And uh, and no books. All I need is a gun, and, and I want no drag queens and no books. You, they, these people need, they need help. They really do, but okay. Doesn't mean every... Okay, well, first, a law prohibits... Whatever, abortion. whatever. Remember, up on America themselves, doesn't... Shut your hole. ...parents from Poland. Shut your hole. Okay, I'm just sick of her face, but so I can't listen to it. But here, here, where's the other one? Here, here. Let me see. That's why I need more shows, guys. Don't you think? Who's on, who's on the chat? We got a good chat hopping and popping tonight. At you, excuse me. <laughs> at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. Come on over and hang out with the greatest Americans in American history and some international viewers and listeners who I love and I'm uh, kind of jealous of, really. I really am. So let me see. I'm looking for... Here's... So Perjury Trader Green was getting... Um, she was getting criticized for her national divorce, and it's getting attention, and, but the fact is she's a dumbass, so that's why she says shit like this, and then people are like, you're a dumbass, and she's like, I didn't mean this. I meant, you know, something else. Not the last dumb. thing yeah. I ever want to see in America is a civil war. Bullshit. Um, no one wants that. At least everyone I know would everyone never want I, that. And that's but, all that matters because I can't see the, the, I'm the center of the universe. And as far as I can see is only to my eyelashes. And unless I'm looking in a mirror. It's going that direction. It is because you, because of you, traitor, because of you and your lies, traitor. You know, who who begs for a pardon 
three days after being sworn into Congress and then is still there. And then people still vote for her. This is the problem with these gerrymandered districts. And you know, you know, as much as we say about the Democrats, and we do, but in the John Lewis Voting Rights Act that they, of course, know, you know, we always attack cinema because she sucks and Joe Manchin, but the uh, gerrymandering was, would be null and void. That would have been the end of gerrymandering in this country. But we can't have free and fair elections. You know, on the, you can't have an actual district that represents the people because Republicans will never win. And, but that's where they're wrong. The fascists may not win. The anti-Americans may not win. The America haters like Jer- Perjury Trader Green. The insurrectionists, the morons, the dupes, the QAnons, the idiots, the freaks, the geeks, the ghosts of the Gilded Age, they may not win. But maybe a normal Republican, or who will be called Republican, maybe they'll win, right? Maybe an Eisenhower Republican would win, a normal person. But no. So Republicans, no Republicans, even, um, you know, Adam Kinzinger and what's the other one? Liz Cheney, they didn't vote for it either, even though they're supposed to be the good ones. Oh, it's a federal takeover of, of elections. Good. Good. What's wrong with that? We got to be scared because government, I'm from the government and I'm here to help, except when there's a train derailment and you're not there fast enough, right? I'm from the government. And when the government deregulates and, you know, we don't connect the dots and then they come and then that government comes flying in to throw some Trump branded water at you. How many, how, are you dumb? God, I can't take it. Are these people the, the, who are victims of republicanism and the Trump deregulation that are now going to be poisoned in their own homes, not able to drink water? Um, are they going to continue to vote for these republicans? Because where was Pete Buttigieg? They, uh, they're so, they're, they're just so... Um, propagandized is that it what is what's that about is oh as long as no drag shows come to town you'll poison yourselves jesus h christ i don't nobody wants a divorce but it's going that way i'm just warning everybody that i am stoking up a another insurrection that's she's a seditionist. You understand? Now all of some of her co-conspirators are going to jail for seditious conspiracy. Her pals, some of her pals. But what you know? She's in Congress. She is. She should not be in Congress. You know, we there is a, a congressional thing, a thingy thing. I think it's called that prohibits traitors. <laughs> from being from serving you know thanks to the one of the first times well our our first big 
official civil war when the conservatives said that they hated democracy. Well, and that's what that's about. It's always about that. You realize that it really is. That's why they hate Ukraine. That's why they love Putin. You know, we have... Oh, okay, let me keep going with this. Because I got more... I got more here. It's going that way. Here's Here she is again. A national divorce is not a civil war. It's actually separating by red oh. states and blue states you um, and making state rights and state power a lot stronger than it is right oh. now. Well, why don't you fuck off into history's trash bin where you belong where, uh, and where all your ideas come from? You know, that's the thing. The Republicans, they, they have, well, you know, what was it? What was it? I saw Trump's, what the fuck did he say? Oh, yeah, watching Trump, um, he's, he was talking about he wants, they want to bring back uh, uh, capital punishment, not capital punishment, well, first they want to have um, mass ex- executions again, and then uh, he wants to have federal control over kids. Hold on a second. Yeah, so we're talking about, you know, how Republicans hate America. Eh, So he was saying, so Trump was saying how they want, um, how he, if he's elected again, despite receiving fewer votes, they're going to, he's going to make sure that there will be a federal control over um, unruly kids. So that uh, if kids are unruly, running wild, that uh, that there something's going to happen like nobody's ever seen, and you know he's going to kick their asses or something. And he wants to bring back public executions, but not just public execution, but mass executions. Like so, what where the fuck do these scumbags live? Do you know the madness in their minds? that the ugliness that they want to inflict see they, because they hate beauty and they want America to look exactly like they are. So they have to make it as ugly as they are so they can be comfortable in it. You know, it's very uncomfortable for them. Like a, if somebody is a, is a dirt bag and they walk into a nice, nice uh, restaurant, they're going to stand out like a sore thumb. So Instead of going and taking a shower, they want this. This is the Republicans. They want to turn the whole place into a dirt bag hotel uh, restaurant, <laughs> so they could feel comfortable. You know, ordering their their shit sandwiches that Trump tells them is uh, is steak, and they ask for seconds. So yeah, that's that's really what it's about. It's you know they're not that hard to unpack. They're they really are disgusting. So. Um, where's the other one? Oh my God. There's so many clips that I can play. And what, well, and if you think perjury trader green is alone, here's Sean Hannity agreeing with her. Followed up with a detailed thread explaining. So he's saying that why the left and right, this is perjury trader green's tweet. Why the left then right should consider a national divorce not a civil war i I go 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 perjury go get the fuck out go to russia already 
Um, but a legal agreement to separate our ideological and political disagreements by states while you maintain our legal union? What is that? I mean, what a douchebag. So, oh, I get it. I get to send my blue state dollars to you. I get to keep propping you up. And you get to what? You just get to take all my blue state dollars? I mean, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? Right now, it sucks. May, I mean, I hey, I'm not, you know me. I'm like, go for it, but whatever. Anyway, so she, um, Hannity agrees with her about her, uh, about blue state people not being able to vote. Why she thinks this is a good idea. Green is saying that a national divorce would empower individual states oh, to form a smaller government, reduce the federal debt, set their own environmental standards. and Which means, you know, Everybody eats shit. The congresswoman has another idea as well, oh, banning people who move from blue states to... She's got another idea as well. Thanks for the Environmental standards. And the congresswoman has another idea as well, banning people who move from banning. blue states to what red states from voting for five years so they don't bring their bad politics with them. Oh. I actually favor that idea. Oh, you do, Hannity, do you? You traitor, you. You filthy bunch of traitors. Aren't they traitors? That's what I mean. They're fucking traitors. But here, here's Tucker Carlson. Even though we have them on tape, we have under oath, they're like, I don't believe that shit. But, you know, when they get in front of their victims slash viewers. All of us lie from time to time. That's the human condition. But imagine if lying was your job. Imagine, imagine that, Tucker forcing yourself to tell lies all day wow. about everything in ways that were so transparent and so outlandish that wow. there is no way the people listening to you could possibly believe anything you said. Then imagine doing that again and again and again. Talk about projection. Every day of your professional life for your entire life. Could you do that? Yeah, you could. Now, I couldn't do that, but you obviously can. This, I mean, it's beyond cuckoo. It's crazy making. Yeah. Are you uh, uh, confessing? Yeah, I think so. Everything is either a confession or a projection with Republicans. But they're insane. Hold on a second. It's insane. The whole thing sucks. Everything sucks. What I'm looking for. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to think. I guess I let me. Uh, I know you know how it is on Terrorbuster. We're all over the place. But one other. Uh, there's a few other stories. But did you see? They're all connected. It's all connected, right? Um, right before, just maybe a few hours ago, I saw this story. I don't know about this Dilbert cartoonist person, the guy who drew, who um, is the, who draws the Dilbert cartoons, tells white people to get the fuck away from black people. Hold on, now I'm getting a goddamn paywall on this stupid article. I paid for it. 
This is part of why I say become a patron. Everything has a paywall, even Tarabuster. But that's a voluntary paywall. So this is from the Daily Beast. This, this guy, pro-Trump cartoonist Scott Adams, pulled the mask all the way off this week, declaring on his podcast that white people should get the hell away from black people while labeling African-Americans as hate groups, as a hate group, excuse me. Adams, who has written the satirical office comic strip Dilbert for more than three decades, said during his Coffee with Scott Adams online video program that current polling proves that there's no fixing the current racial tension in America. Well, let's... Well, I don't need to read it. I have the video. It's, it's pretty sick. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me... According to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. Incredible. That's a hate group. What? And I don't want to have oh, anything to do you. with them. Oh, it's not you. It's the poll. Now, this is what this is. This is a, a, a Trump and Z. The guy's a Trump and Z, but he speaks for all these right these right wingers you know they're all like oh everybody calls me racist i'm sick of being called racist why i'm not racist it's them i'm only i'm pointing something out even so and so says it and that guy's got darker pigment see it's not me it's th- it's like them and the and their hatred of uh, you know trans or anyone uh, you know a targeted minority group they'll say it's not me it's the giant man on a cloud that i that told me to do it it's never them so he goes and i would say you know based on the current way things are going the best advice i would give to white people way. is to get the hell away from black people incredible just get the fuck away well why don't get you get the fuck away right this is what I mean. Go. No, who is stopping them? They obviously lack the maturity to function in a democracy. They hate this country because it's it's a multiracial democratic republic filled with 320 million diverse people. We are a nation of immigrants. They hate that. They hate our racist history. You know, the, the, they hate that we're trying to rectify the racist history. They hate any progress because they hate e pluribus unum. So, you know, they, it, it's black people, though. Black people are, they're, they're the blame. In fact, I heard Perjury Trader Green, I mean, she's just incredible. She She's the gift that keeps on giving. And she said that if she were black, she would be, uh, you know, so proud of how far she's come in this country, only in America. Well, she she's not black. So who the hell is she speaking for people? Oh, boy, I can't believe it's the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. Come on over to YouTube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster to hang out and listen to the end. We will win. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. 
And check out APS Radio News, Tower Buster sponsor. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon. All right. I can't believe it goes so fast. Jesus Christ, on a bike. Yes, of course. Jim on the chat says, let me guess, a self-professed Christian? Of course. Of course. Well, here, let's continue. This is for those who are listening on the, excuse me, on the podcast or just joining us. This is, the guy's name is Scott Adams. I'm sure you've seen his cartoons. He's the author and the cartoonist, I guess, of Dilbert, the Dilbert cartoon. Wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. All right, this can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where, you know, I have a very low black population. Gee, I wonder wonder why people are calling you racist. But, uh... That's what you're doing. You're going to a low. I I gotta get out of here. I gotta go away from black people. With like that is they're just so sick. They're just so and it's not him though, right? It's it's people with darker pigment. It's their fault. You understand? It's it's like the Nazis were of course disgusting and anti-Semitic and murderous, uh, murdering Jewish people. But it was because the Jews. It was them. They were the antagonists, according to the Nazis. You understand? Even the on Kristallnacht, the Nazis build, they, they force the Jewish community to pay for the cleanup because they had instigated it, according to the Nazis, or at least that's what they told themselves and others. You see, look, they look, we even had to bill them. If it wasn't for them instigating the hate by merely being alive, then we wouldn't have this problem. And that sounds just like what this stupid son of a bitch is talking about. Actually, you know, there's a high correlation between the density. And this is according to Don Lemon, by the way. Oh, um, so it's here not I'm just you. quoting Don. It's Don Don Lemon. He's just quoting Don, Don Lemon. When when he notes really? that the when he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood, there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods. So even Don Lemon so what the fuck sees a big difference. A big difference. Well, maybe the difference isn't in somebody's pigment. It's in, you know, income disparity and the inherent systemic racism in the country that black families have, I think, uh, accumulation of about $5,000 in intergenerational wealth as opposed to white families with, I think, the the average is $100,000. Am I wrong? on that but i know the gap is wide i know it's five thousand dollars for black families it's really disgusting black families wealth 
compare to white. Yeah, black household at the 60th percentile of its distribution has a relative rank of 28% in the wealth distribution. White house, oh, whatever. I don't know what that means. Eliminating the black-white wealth gap. The intergenerational challenge. Wealth is the difference between our families own, blah, blah, blah. We know this. I just want the numbers, the bottom line. According to the Brookings Institute. Oh, that's what it is. It's, um, the median, uh, the median white household has around $188,000 in wealth. And the median black, come on, give me the bottom line. Okay, here we go. This is 28, 2019 numbers. The median white household held $188,200 in wealth. The median typical black household had $24,000, which is quite a gap. Let me see. It is worth noting that average wealth is levels of average wealth, more which more heavily skewed by households with the greatest amount of wealth are higher. White households, so altogether average white households reported average wealth of 98 of $983,000. So and black so average Black households, $142,000. That's only because there are, you know, we have a very wide wealth in gap in general. So if you have a room full of middle-class Americans earning, let's say, $30,000 or $50,000 or whatever, and then a millionaire enters the room, everybody's, the average goes up, of course. So Incredible. Black households, which account for 13.4% of the U.S. population, held just 4% of the wealth, whereas white households held 84% of the total wealth. So give me a fucking break here. You know what I mean? This is a systemic problem. This is not just... what I mean, what do you... Unless, like, Republicans, like... Uh, Uncle Tim Scott say there's no racism in America, which must mean that black households are inherently less somehow. That's what that means, you know, when he says that. And this is what these people think. Oh, well, everyone has a fair shake here. I worked my whole life. Well, it kind of helps in the, the system that you're living in. And if you live in, if you're you know, just on, on average, if you're living in, in white skin in this country, then you're probably, in, if your family helps you, you know, I mean, it matters. You have, a, you know, your parents bought a house, maybe they passed it on to you, your, your, 
family has intergenerational wealth. This is how you, you know, change your circumstances, how you, uh, that, well, whatever. The upward mobility. Black families, if you don't have it to give, you know, you're kind of stuck. And that's all, and we know this. I mean, there are many laws in the country that were deliberately put in place to keep the the income gap the the uh, the, <laughs> the gap between white families and black families incredibly wide and one of those obvious laws that uh, ra- that stem from racism is the fact that we fund our schools through property taxes it's another thing we bring up on the show all the time because that's just so goddamn obvious that I never hear anyone talking about it. You know, it's so school. There should be no uh, good schools and bad schools. There should be schools. But that's a whole other story. In your own quality of living based on where you live and who's there. So I I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's no longer a rational impulse. And so I'm going to... Oh, well, thank you, my lord. He's saying it's no longer rational. He's he's not going to help any black people anymore. Oh, well, my lord, please don't say it isn't so, my lord. Because you're so helpful. He seems so helpful. What will people with darker pigment do without the help of this fucking guy? Of Dilbert. Of the Dilbert dude. Who really, I mean, should be thanking his lucky stars. In general, he drew a stupid cartoon, and he gets to be a millionaire. Okay, whoopee-fucking-doopee. You're, you're not doing anything good with your, with your goddamn privilege. Well, this, it's the aggrievement of the white man. And we hear it, I say it all the time, just this, the, and I, don't, I didn't need perjury trader Green to back me up, but she continues to, like, saying this past week that the most aggrieved, the most persecuted minority or the most persecuted group in the country are white men. That's that's the Republican mantra. That is their that should be their mission statement in general or their they don't have a platform anymore because it's whatever stench comes out of Trump's ass. That's their platform. And by ass I mean mouth. So that's, I mean, that really is their platform, though, that the most picked on group are white men. And what are they picked on about? It's that other, other groups are, are demanding a seat at the table. Whoopee, fucking doopee. You can't handle it, though. Uh... I'm going to back off from being helpful to black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. It doesn't pay off. Isn't that, that, could you imagine now I'm sure he's a, he's a Christian. Like uh, they're the Jesus they pretend to worship. 
you know, I, I used to be so helpful. I went to that wedding. I made a bunch of fish out of nothing. I'm just going to back off because, you know, uh, it's not, it doesn't pay off. Well, I wish he would give us the silence. My life, and I've been, the only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist. Oh, I wonder That's the only why. <laughs> you see, they, they lack the maturity to have any kind of self-awareness. It's incredible. Now, I don't know about this guy's cartoons. I've, only, I've seen the cartoons, of course, somewhere. It's not like I'm like, oh, let me see what Dilbert's doing today. I've never had a Dilbert anything cartoon i've never uh, or calendar i've never sought it out so i don't know about dilbert what's is it clever is it funny i don't know but you would think that somebody that draws a cartoon and tries to make observations about life has some kind of awareness so the fact that it's it's funny. It's it reminds me of when I was back at you know you're talking about years ago, back like twenty over twenty five years ago when I was out there drinking, and I told you a story. My friend who started going to AA, she said to me, "You know, I'm sorry I can't hang out with you anymore. I'm going to AA." You know, she would have been a trigger because I was drinking. And I said, what are you doing going to AA? I drink like 10 times more than you do. You know, fucking blind, in denial. So that's what it reminds me of here. This guy totally in denial about who, what he's saying and doing with his... All I do is is get called a racist. Well, it's not like there's there aren't a lot of other words to call you. So if people are calling you a racist, maybe you need to look at that. Like, why am I being called a racist? If you had any maturity and self-awareness, you'd be like, shit, is that fucking racist? Why am I being called a racist? all my life and I've been the only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist <laughs> the that's only the only outcome, outcome. <laughs> so what are you doing that's the only oh you victim you you poor poor victim <laughs> it makes <laughs> no sense to oh, help black Americans. you're so brave to laugh it off like that maybe we'll make a movie of the week out of you another Brian song Again, he's inspirational. The music will swell. How the little boy overcame all of the racist, the taunts of racist, and stuck it to the woke. I'm not, I am not going to be woke. He's an inspiration to us all. If you're white, uh, the, the, it's over. If you're white, don't, don't it's e over. What's over? What the fuck is over? It's over? What's over? Is it is Perjury Trader Green leaving? Please, 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 mommy, help me. God, if you're there, it's me, Tara. You remember me, right? From such churches as St. Clair's on Staten Island. Don't, don't you? 
do me a favor and uh, answer my prayers. Can you please get rid of, legally and peacefully, get rid of perjury trader grain? Get her out of here. Didn't you make Liberland for a reason? Take, take them to Russia. Take them to Pakistan. All these conservative dreamlands waiting for them. And they're here. Making this country all swilly. I think it's worth trying. It's not Totally worth not it. trying. The victim, the victimhood is so typical. And there we go. There we go. You didn't expect that today, did you? No, uh, <laughs> not really. I had to th think, is this a deep fake or something? Is this guy, somebody trying to mess with this guy? No one could be this dumb. Dumb. But those who don't want to focus on education, you just need to get away from them. Just get as much distance as you can. Those. That's my... Well, you got to get away from them. Recommendation. Um, and I'm also really sick of seeing video after video of black Americans beating up non-black citizens. Oh, make sure you say black Americans. Because that makes you sound less racist. They're black Americans. Not... I, I'm sick of them beating up non-white citizens. This, this thing was so bizarre to me, too. But let, let's listen to it, and I'll, I'll explain. I'm seeing video after video of black Americans beating up non-black citizens. Where do you fucking um, live? You know, I realize it's anecdotal, and it, you know, it doesn't give me a, a full picture of what's happening. But every damn day, I look on social media, and there's some black person beating the shit out of some white person. I'm kind of over it. I'm well, why don't you look away? I don't have that on my computer. I don't. You see, this is where these filthy social media companies. I don't know where the fuck he goes. You, if you look at something like that. Yeah, I don't get these videos. I, I'm not on, uh, you know, I go on the internet all the time. We all do. My my feed is not filled with videos of black people beating up white people. Where are you, where are you hanging out? Wh I mean, that's what we're talking about. These algorithms, I don't, I mean, I'm just assuming he watches one. If he's even telling the truth, I'm sick of watching videos of black people beating up white people. Where are you seeing all of these videos? Is this an epidemic that I haven't heard about? But are, are, how much time does this asshole have on his hands? And he's, of course, he's a Trump anzi. Of course. Because they are victims, the professional victims. They, they are, you know, uh, the most persecuted group in the whole world. Pick on him. Oh, and now he's going to be canceled. And all the Republicans are going to run to his aid, right? They're all going to be like, the Dilbert guy was canceled. And then this is the thing, you know, when someone, when the consequences of someone's actions bite them in the ass, 
they uh, they then they get turned into a victim. Like for example, um, this Dilbert asshole Scott Adams is his name. He's losing his contracts with different newspapers. So, for example, the Mercury News. Uh, well, where is it? Not just that one. Here's Cleveland. Cleveland.com. We are dropping the Dilbert comic strip because of creator Scott Adams' racist rant. Letter from the editor. Scott Adams, the creator of the Dilbert comic strip, went on a racist rant this week on his Coffee with Scott Adams video show. And we will no longer carry his comic strip in the plain dealer. And it's crazy, though. Why? I don't understand. You know, in all of the podcasts, the hundreds and hundreds of podcasts that I've done, I have never felt the need to sit there and talk about that kind of fucking bullshit. Which goes to show you, this guy, I mean, where does he live? Who does he hang out with? To think that this kind of conversation is something that's a good idea. You know, if this, if you're holding this, these sick twisted views take it to your therapist buddy you know say i don't know i have i'm having sick twisted views that i'm the fucking victim and all black people are out to get me so your therapist can talk you off the ledge because you're having some kind of nervous breakdown and it's not based in reality but he must be hanging out with other trump you know, other people like the perjury trader greens of the world who, who think this is normal. That's how they talk to each other. Some, I mean, it really is the company you keep. So he thinks that this shit is normal The to, you understand? Like, that's it. That is why he's dumb enough to post something like this because he doesn't have any perspective. No, I mean, that's why I live in Queens, you guys know. It is the, they call it the world's borough because it is the, according to the census, the most culturally diverse neighborhood. Well, Astoria in general. I think it's still Astoria. It might be Jackson Heights, but it's Queens. You know, we are the most culturally diverse community in the nation. And, you know, we got problems too, but it's there's there's no race wars breaking out. It is a you know people are dumb, people are stupid, some people are selfish, whatever shit happens. Of course, you know there's no paradises anywhere, but people can live together. People are people. Damn it. Um, the, it, it's it's insanity. No one. If people think like this, they would never. I, I don't know anybody who would say anything so stupid. Because we know better. You know? I mean, we do live in a diverse community. So I don't know what this douchebag's talking about. But obviously, he hangs out with a lot of people who think the same stupid things. And he watches Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson tells him, you know, a lot of stupid things, stupid lies to keep his stupid, dumb brain dumb. 
and stupid and racist. And then they get all upset when anybody calls them a racist. But, you know, what we're doing is just giving you an opportunity to better yourself. You know, do better. Try harder. It's not like we have no other words for you. You're a victim. You're a racist. You're helping people. What are you, who are you helping? And if you're helping and they're calling you a racist, then you should take a minute and say, why am I being called a racist? And it's not their fault. It's not, no, it's not, it's your, you're the problem. If this is, is this, if this is something that keeps happening, you are the common denominator. So you're the problem. So, okay. Uh, continue with the letter from the editor. Um, they write, this is not a difficult decision. Adam said black people are a hate group, citing a recent rab, 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 I can't say this word, Rasmussen survey, which he said shows nearly half of all black people do not agree with the phrase, it's okay to be white. I would say based on the current things, the way things are going, of course, this is all out of context, right? With that, whatever that is, uh, I would give uh, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. He says in a video, he says a lot more in the video. Most, most hate, mostly hateful and racist. It's staggering string of statements, all but certain to result in the loss of his livelihood. I hate to quote him at all, but I do so to dissuade the responses that this is cancel culture. No, this is a decision based on the principles of this news organization and the community we serve. We are not a home for people who espouse racism. And there you go. You know, now, oh, but don't worry. They'll make a hero out of this guy. And then they'll be like, oh, and then they canceled the Dilbert guy and canceled this guy and that guy. And they'll bring him up. And the, But there'll be no uh, institutional memory. They will not bring it up, you know, in context and say he was canceled for a racist rant that was so bizarre that who would, who would host that? You know, you, it, it's the, the news, this newspaper, you know, like, uh, Republicans are all about business. You know, they're making a business decision because not uh, the, the, the people who buy their newspaper aren't just white dudes who think they're under attack. They want to appeal to a wide diverse community like the communities they serve so like uh, my mom always said you want to know somebody look at your friend look at their friends so why would you put somebody on your in your newspaper that <laughs> you you know give them a regular gig you th if they're a racist then you will be stained with that racism as well just by guilt, by association. So they're making that decision. And so it's not canceling. And, and that's the whole thing with all these other douchebags who've been canceled, so-called. What have they done to be canceled? I'm telling you. You can go through all my videos. You'll never hear 
you know, that kind of bullshit. Never hear, no, I have no need to say the N-word, you know, nothing. I, it's weird. No one, I, I never have the need. I never feel like I got to just blurt out the N-word. It's crazy. I'm sure it's crazy to them. <sighs> but anyway, Adam's reprehensible statements come during Black History Month. Yes, no less. When the plain dealer has been publishing stories about the work being performed by so many to overcome the damage done by racist decisions and policy. And isn't that the thing with this country? You know, I, I don't know how people with darker pigment deal with this shit constantly. Because you're constantly being inundated in Black History Month, no less. You got to hear this kind of bullshit. Right? You know, can't even be left alone for a minute. You got to deal with that asshole, Ron DeSantis, coming after AP African American history. I mean, all kinds of assaults. Uh oh. Someone used the litter box. It stinks. Okay. Let me see. We're we're not the first paper to drop Dilbert. Last year, according to the Daily Beast, 77 newspapers published by Lee Enterprises dropped it after Adams introduced his first black character. Apparently, oh, I didn't even know this. Apparently to poke fun at woke culture and the LGBTQ community. Oh, isn't he a fucking typical Trump anzi? We are part of the advanced local and the leaders in the and the advanced local newsrooms independently made the same decisions to stop running the strip. That includes newspapers in Michigan, New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Alabama, Massachusetts, and Oregon. Unfortunately, for the next week or so, you'll still see some Dilbert cartoons in our pages. The comics are printed in advance. Until we decide what to replace Dilbert with, you'll likely see a gray box where it's been appearing. We had to, we have a head start on the replacement, though. And... Many people wrote about Beetle Bailey comics that we might publish. I didn't realize this. This asshole. Wow, what a sick bastard. Not just about getting getting the hell, but to make a character to poke fun at woke culture. Fuck you, which is also racist. You understand because that, and we went into this before on this show. That woke, that whole backlash against woke is racist in itself, because the term woke comes from the African American community. So they take it and they and they twist it and they use it to tickle racist funny bones. And and and, it, and it's any attempt to make to you know to recognize each other's pain, to make a more perfect union, to to make this country actually great, you know, to unify people. It starts with understanding. It starts with 
accepting and embracing each other and saying, you know what? I got you. I got you. I have, you got, you know, I understand we all have different American experiences. And I hope from the past we can learn to make a better future together, you know, as, as a democratic, multiracial, modern country that works for everybody. What the hell is so bad about that? It takes work. That's the work, you know? It's the work of saying, what? Am I being racist? You know, what's my institutional or unconscious bias or whatever? And we're all in it together. Jesus Christ, what is so goddamn hard about that? But, yeah, anyway, we're talking about a bunch of traitors, and this is really why they hate democracy. I have more videos, but I can't even play them because we're running out of time. We only have three minutes left. I wanted to point out the fact that perjury trader green, you know, hates democracy. But I think I did that a lot tonight. And I also wanted to talk about George Santos. Well, I did a little bit talking about that conversation I had with his aide. But George Santos also lied about helping sick kids with a rare disease. This is a new one. Because they're filth. And that's why I say, I have to tell you, you know, when I say we will win, uh, that is yet another example. Because George Santos, even even that, you know, like him pretending to help sick kids, you know, that's because he knows it is the way human beings should behave. And that we all, we respond to compassion and helping each other. That's how we were created. You know, we have the same, you know, the chemicals are released when we give something as when we receive something. Because Mother Nature made us interdependent. Mother Nature wants us to help each other. We're a interdependent species. So George Santos saying, oh, I helped a bunch of kids with a rare disease is yet another case in point that they, ha they have to pretend that they're us, you know, that they're normal people who have hearts and that they're not operating merely for, for selfishness. They have to pretend that. But we don't have to pretend, you know, because we're actually doing it to the best of our abilities, of course. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with giving a shit about each other, about, about being woke. There's nothing wrong with that, about, you know, uh, trying, you know, to understand people, each other, to put yourself in someone else's shoes, to hear their pain, to try to you know, make a per more perfect union. What the hell is wrong with that? Isn't that our uh, duty? As patriots? Uh, well, 
What can we say? They're just, they're traitors. They can't help it. They love Putin. They hate America. But we will win. We will. Become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil, and that'll help keep the show going and growing. Check out APS Radio News, Tarabuster sponsor. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you soon. Yeah. All right, guys, guys, guys. Thank you, Elise, for your super chat. Mama Mijo. That's right, Paradu. Humans versus conservatives. We must win. It is so true. That is the, that's how you put it. That's how you put it. Damn, damn, damn. Yeah, they do love Kim Jong-un as well. Errol on the chat. They do. You know, they mock Zelensky. I, I mean, they're so disgusting. I saw some stupid Fox News clip of these Fox News propagandists mocking Zelensky's accent. I can't remember who it was. They were saying, oh, he sounds like uh, Hervé Villachez. The plane, the plane. Like, fuck you, you children. You effing children. They can bail. I mean, I, I, you're mocking somebody who speaks how many languages? Either mocking his accent. You see what I mean? They are emotionally stunted schoolyard bullies. That's all they have. That's why they elevate perjury trader grain. She's supposed to be, she's like a goddamn Rhodes Scholar to them now because she has stupid ideas that suck. <laughs> they're opening, I and mean, when that's what they're doing, they're, and uh, they're opening up history's trash bin and they're, they want us all to choke on the stench. That's right, Matt, on the chat. <laughs> The F your feelings crowd is very sensitive. You're absolutely right. It's true. Because they're, they are babies. You know, you can't read books. They're so sensitive. Everybody's picking on them. They, they don't like what you read. They don't like what you do. They don't like what you're, what you're doing with your life, with your pee-pee, what you, you know... They want everything to be exactly the way they want it to be. And other that other than that, they want a divorce. If that can't happen, well go. No one's stopping them. Why don't they go? That's what I always say. Why I mean, at least the Unabomber went into the woods. Let go. Go in the woods and live. Live in the woods. You don't like civilization. You don't like, you know, sharing. Go to the woods. <laughs> but they they won't because they want all the benefits of civilization. They want all the liberal policies that save them. Like when the train, when they fuck it up and the fucking train derails, they're like, uh, I thought the nine most de de terrifying words were I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Right? How come nobody, you know what? That's the other thing. We're too nice to these fuckers. Enough is enough. 
that's what Pete Buttigieg should say when he goes there. When he gets off wherever, the plane, he gets off the plane, he's like, you know what? What the fuck, guys? I thought I'm, I thought the nine most terrifying words were I'm from the government and I'm here to help. He should have said, beg me, bitch. Beg me to help. And then he and and I'm glad they pointed out he that he pointed out how Republicans rolled back the regulations that would have prevented that disaster. That's what we got to do all the time. But they're the Democrats are too nice about it. They're too damn nice because Pete Buttigieg should say, "Oh well, you voted for this shit. You voted for." the the policies that gave you your you got you got what you voted for don't you think trump would have done that he does it anyway he pretends you know he lies to the assholes they would they uh, during the pandemic they were fine with letting blue states die so you know, that's only because of the fact that they sucked and they're sociopaths. But why wouldn't Pete Buttigieg say, yeah, you voted for that. We, Democrats, had set the standard of safety. You want to, fine, you want to be a railroad? You want to run your little choo-choo through our towns? But we have standards because we don't like shit blowing up because we care about people and we don't want to clean up your messes. So if you want to run your little choo-choo with all your chemicals, then you're going to have to meet meet some standards. But Republicans rolled those standards back. And what do the corporations do? They're not doing anything. They didn't do it. You know, they could have done the the right thing. You see? It's not like the the technology simply disappeared because the filthy Republicans rolled back the regulations. You see what I mean? It's that the 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 executives and the ones in the ivory tower they don't care about people the communities the town the people the whatever they can make a buck they can make a buck so i know i know oh, that's the other thing i wanted to talk about at least Representative Barry Moore introduced a bill to make the AR-15 the national gun, and Santos immediately backed it because he's a dirtbag, and they want... See, he's going after that NRA blood money because he thinks it will protect him. And, of course, he wants to be able to steal and steal and steal and steal until he's gone, and that's another thing I said to the guy when I was talking to him. Uh, Vish Burrow, whatever the fuck his name is, I said, uh, you know, he. This is the most money he ever made in his life. So he's not. He's holding on to it. He wants that fourteen thousand dollars a month until he has to. Well, it's figuring out ways to parlay it into more money. But but the, it's not. The thing is with George Santos. 
he is toxic. No one's going to pick him up after. It's like when he gets thrown at, well, thrown into jail first, but he'll, it's not like he's going to get a job in a lobbying firm. Who's going to want to touch him? He's full of shit. If somebody, I mean, and the fact is, the other thing I said to the guy was that if um, he was really apologetic, he, first of all, he would resign, but if you want redemption, you gotta, you gotta act like it. This first, you go and you clear up all your your cases, all your criminal charges. You go to Brazil and you deal with that. Whatever, come what may, you know, they throw you in jail. You do your time, and then you come out, and you come back, and then you you go to school. You know, go to college. Go to grad school. Do all the things you said you did. But you do it for real. But doing it for real takes time and energy and shit that it's so much easier just to lie about. So, oh, God, there's so much work to do. All right, guys. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, you can get a gig at Liars Anonymous. Is that a thing? Well, if it were, we know it would be packed to the brim with Republicans. Jesus Christ. It's it's really incredible how, how much, how low they've gone. Right? God. Hopefully, we will be hitting bottom soon. I don't know. That's what I hope. They're, it is, they're just so awful. It's no excusing it. All right. All right. Guys, guys, guys. Let me see what I hope to do a show this week. We'll see what happens. I do uh, appreciate everyone and all your support. I know you. if you can, please become a patron. I know you will and you do. Give the show a good review. Hit the hit the bells, all the other shit that they you gotta do, so you can come hang out when the show goes live. And uh, yeah, I do. I want to have a show this week. I won't be able to do one Tuesday. I'm hoping for Wednesday. It all depends on uh, the condition of Francis. Well, hopefully he'll be home, or I'll be in the goddamn poorhouse by then. I'm hoping he comes home soon. So, hopefully tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe Sunday. Every day is more money, money, money. But it's okay. He's got the insurance, as we keep telling myself. And it's, you know, of course, you got to do. That's why I got the insurance. So, he, I wouldn't have to stress, even though I am stressing. I'm just hoping that the insurance pays that's all yes i hope i can do a weekday show yes winston thank you winston i want to do a show every day at a set time i really do i really really do but you know you know how it is we need more patrons oh you don't have to send flowers that's okay haiku <laughs> you just gave me a flower. A nice flower emoji. 
We don't want flowers anyway, because he might eat them. They don't have them all. They'll, they'll all eat them, and they'll all end up in a in the hospital. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would happen. That would happen. What happened to Francis? He he's in the hospital. He's got. I keep having to remember pancreatitis. I keep wanting to say something gastroenteritis or something. He's got pancreatitis, which is not the end of the world, but he is. Um, he didn't eat for a long time, a week. They ended up putting in a feeding tube because he wasn't eating at all. So he has a feeding tube. They put that in this morning. So hopefully he's feeling better. I don't know. Hopefully he'll be coming home. I don't know. I don't know. They're saying, you know, the feeding tube is sounds scarier than it is. That's what they were saying. So. It's just a matter of getting some nutrition in him. He's got to eat. Right, Junior? What do you think, Tara Junior? <laughs> yes. How was the producer, Tara Junior Junior? Uh, well, is the producer? How is the? Wait, 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 wait. How is? How was the producer, Francis, and Ray Ray getting along with Honey? They didn't hang out with Honey. Honey was in the bedroom. Honey is now at my friend's house, and she is going to the foster. She's going to a foster home on Monday. Honey. And she needs to be there. She needs to be in the foster because she was in a cage. She hated the cage. I got something in my eye. She was, I hated to have her in a cage, but I had to, I had to, I couldn't have her, um, hiding, you know, I was afraid that she would hide if I let her out of the cage. It was too soon. So, you know, she was still scared. So I figured she would hide if I let her in my room, just let her free. And I couldn't do that because I had to take her to the vet and things. So I had to keep, you know, having access to her. So, and but she hated the cage. And I hated it too. But she's doing well. She'll be fine. She's going to the foster home on Monday. And then the foster, you know, knows her whole history and is going to work with her. She's fine. She's she's a house cat. Somebody abandoned her, but she just needs to get back into the house cat groove. You know, she's scared. She's confused. So, but she, she uh, you know, I just hate people. That's all. How do you throw some a little cat out into the street like that. <sighs> oh, well. If only we were better. Right, Junior? If only we could have compassion. Right, Junior? I know. All right, you want to be pet. I tell. I could tell. It's time. All right, listen, listen, listen. It's time to go. I got to go. I got to get the show ready for progressive voices. And then I, I want to get unconscious. You know how it is. 
I like getting unconscious. I dream. There's no Republicans there. I'm flying. My teeth are flying out of my head. I'm naked. I'm falling. All right, guys, guys, guys. I'll let you know how it goes. Hopefully, uh, I have an itch on my nose. I hope that doesn't mean I'm going to fight. And, yeah, become a patron, all that shit. You know, I'm sick of saying it. And I will let you know how it goes. Hopefully, we'll have a show on Wednesday. And we'll get a good report with Francis. In the meantime, tell two friends about the show. And bring them to... I want to. I want you to bring them to the show. That's it. Alright? The hell is that? Alright, guys. I love you. My name is Tara Devon. Remember, we will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, and cats. We stick together. We win. Yes, my name is Tara Devlin, and there's two of me. How'd that happen? I will see you very soon.